0: Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, I think it's going to be a bit of a busy one. We're going to be talking about everything that was announced during the Investors Day 2020. So we're going to be going through the lineup of everything that's been announced. We'll be talking about Star, we'll be talking about Premier Access, we'll be talking about lots of bits and pieces. Um, But before we go any further, if you haven't already done so, make sure you do subscribe to the YouTube channel or you can subscribe to the audio platform as well on like Spotify, iTunes, etc. Just want to say a big thank you to all of our supporters on either Patreon or YouTube channel members. So I'm just going to read out um, the shout outs over there first so first up on uh, youtube channel memberships we've got um sarah joshua jeremy adam and martin thank you for all of your support over there while on patreon um, this is all at the gold tier and above thank you to what's on netflix lauren the juice darren chris jacob jamie andrew and a huge thank you to sarah for being at the executive level yeah just thank you very much for all of your support really does make all the difference going forward so before we get in, go down on the list. Uh, what was your initial reaction to the stuff that got announced at the investors' day, James?
1: Overall, uh, very happy. Lots of lots of content on the way. Lots of exciting content on the way. I know we didn't exactly get announcements uh, regarding like the actual function or um, changes to plans or anything like mm. that. And obviously, they also tacked on that uh, that price increase which i'm sure most people won't be too happy with it's not much but it does add up but still in terms of content i think they more than justified saying an extra dollar a month
0: it's funny because i mean the way that you know when we had the slide sheet come up at the beginning i was like okay we got 50 minutes of like business and then like two and a half hours of announcements and i'm thinking you know okay there's gonna you know that's a lot that's a lot of time but i felt like the first 50 minutes was very snappy or it was very quick you know they didn't hang around too much with um espn they didn't hang around too much with hulu they didn't, hot started, didn't even bother with um it was i felt it was a much snappier much better i don't some people were saying about like that you know you know people not having press like well these are you know these aren't presenters these are business people and you know they i thought it, it felt a lot better than last year's event and the way it was presented there were some issues i did have with it the whole idea of them not showing us stuff but showing shareholders it was a bit like well are you do, is this an event for you know do i would do do or do not um it just seemed a bit a bit of an odd one um i must have i was looking at buying i was about two days before i was going should i buy a share just to see if i could get into figures thing it's like when I looked into it, it was so bloody complicated. I was like, nah, yeah, I might have to do this for next year. I, do and I was like, Do I really need to invest 150 bucks to go watch the trainers? It might be a bit excessive. <laughs> yeah, probably not so much. I was definitely expecting it to
1: be more investor focused, more uh, businessy um, like it was last year yeah. where it was very formal, very, um, this is the way things are. These are what we expect. These are the numbers we want, the numbers we're targeting. Uh, the numbers we we want by this date and so on and so forth. And this year was much more like a an almost D23-esque yeah. uh, where where it's okay. Uh, here are some numbers. Uh, don't worry about them so much. Here's a
0: whole bunch of Star Wars and Marvel and movies for you. It's kind of funny because a lot of people are like, I heard some people going, well, you know, there wasn't as much maybe this. Like the audience they were playing to was investors. They were about getting the price raised up. It's about setting up that Disney are fine, Disney are good, Disney are in a good place. And I think they did that. I mean, they were just dropping bombs just to the left, right. And so a lot of them, it's kind of funny because I look back and I went, probably about half of those announcements I've done stories on in the last six months saying that it was coming. But of course, they were never officially announced. And I did say this a number of times before the event along the lines of, you know, I'm expecting a lot of the stuff that we officially don't know yet to be confirmed, which is what happened. And... That's good. I'm glad I did that. There were some surprises in there as well, which is nice. And um, presentation wise, I, it was kind of funny. I managed because we got a new, I got a new smart TV over the summer. I was actually able to log in and watch it on the smart TV for the web browser. So I actually had it on the TV, and it was like it was so much it's so much more enjoyable to watch it. I wouldn't say enjoyable, but it was much easier to watch it on a big screen. And they even said at the beginning, you know, you're better off watching it on a big screen because of the presentations and stuff, which made sense. But overall, I kind of left, I mean, the speed of what, I mean, they were very snappy announcements. They they weren't, I mean, it did get a little bit annoying with all the videos of just like, here's, you know, come back in two minutes. For me at the time, I was so busy. My list of things to do was just getting, getting bigger and bigger by the second. So every time that we went to a clip of like two minutes of like not talking about something, it meant I could basically get out a story. But um, it was a little bit annoying with the amount of ones that we didn't get. But. We're going to go through all, this, all the things that got announced um, at a later point, but let's go through some of the key points that we've picked up. You mentioned the price rise. May um, as well get that out of the way. If it's going to be going up a dollar in the US, and it'll also be that. So I think that's also going to affect the, the Disney bundle as well. So it's going up a dollar. The reasons for that is that they're spending so much more money on content that they need to justify doing that. I also feel in some way Disney price, Disney plus was priced so low that they gave them room to go up. And I always kind of think as well, inflation, things go up, things go up, you know, as a business, you have to keep putting your business prices up. Nothing ever goes really down. I know everyone likes sales and stuff, but in reality, that's not really what's going on. Um, so for me, I thought a dollar and I'd be honest, there was a little bit, I saw it in the Facebook group, people were, and the amount of people going, it's a dollar people, you know. It's not. It's like it's not a huge amount. Of course, internationally, that's a different thing. But we'll get into um, Star as a separate topic. But um, yeah, I think the price. Uh, personally, like I said, the price it, it's pretty pretty negligible. Not a huge amount.
1: Yeah, it is. You, you can get into a death by a thousand paper cuts if you know it becomes an annual dollar raise, that kind of thing. Uh, but if they continue to announce uh, more content premium content i should say not not to be confused with premier access but premium yeah. content uh, it it's definitely worth it at least i think so i might be a little bit biased but yeah it it's a dollar and it's not a big change but of course you know you, you come down two or three years down the line where it's been a dollar increase every single year or something like that it can add up yeah. very quickly and i could see a, a bit of concern in that regard But I agree with you. It started at a low price point. Obviously, it was priced to get people to sign up for it last year um, and get people hooked. Uh, At least that was the hope. Mm. It was never going to stay at that price. I was kind of expecting it to stay one more year at that price to keep it uh, Mm. tangible. But also, you know, the the world situation right now kind of made them grow faster than they. We're expecting it. it also made the demand for content grow faster than they were expecting, which means you need more revenue.
0: I mean, I think they're spending like $9 billion on, a lot of money on content. But also, I mean, by the time it rose in, I think it's in March, you're looking at about 18 months since the price rise. So everyone's doing it. I mean, everyone's going to have to put the prices up at some point. And Disney right now are losing money everywhere else. That extra dollar might be that massive difference, I think, between them, basically Disney Plus becoming profitable, like maybe next year. You know, and that's the difference they need to get Disney Plus being profitable because that, while everyone goes on about, like, it's amazing how many subscribers they've got, they grow, they're still operating at a loss. So they need, um, they hit 87 million subscribers globally. About 30% of them are in um, India. They are expecting, they've updated their predictions, they want to hit 230 to 250 million subscribers by the time it reaches the end of 2024. Um, a lot of it's like, well, still, they still got Asia, they've still got Africa, they've still got Europe, they've still got the Middle East, they've still got countries still left to launch in yet. Um, so, and I think it's only going to continue to grow as as this rollout of content starts dripping in more and more and more of how they're going to do this. Um, I was, I mean, I want to think like 350 million subscribers, um, like globally on all of their platforms. I think, but they're going to include, like, say, like you get the the Hulu bundle, you or the Disney bundle, they'll only count once. You won't count like three times. I think mean, that the, they did say that they're going to kind of sort it all out, so they look at you as, as it is. So that's, I mean, I thought that you know those numbers are pretty impressive.
1: They're pretty impressive, and they're they're high marks to aim for uh, over mm-hmm. the next three or four years. We'll see if they hit them, although I will remind people, more often than not, these projections are intentionally low uh, because it, it looks really good to have low expectations and then hit very big numbers. All the companies do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, you're talking about
0: nine-digit numbers there. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of people. It is a lot of people, but that's the, I think that's the difference. Of the only way mm-hmm. Disney Plus can grow in scale is to go global, and that's what they've been planning and those big numbers are going to represent that. So a couple of things that kind of came out of that. They didn't seem to go down the full like HBO Max of pissing everybody off at the same time. Um, and, and looking at the reaction to HBO Max this past week from the business side of things, that probably wasn't a bad idea. They very much were very open about the idea of they're going to play Premier Access as something that they need to if they need to. They're going to take each title as its own separate measure, see where the things are, see how it's all lying. Probably more importantly, see how many a few of them do before they kind of commit to this program um, and who, what they move over and all the rest of it. But Disney is still very much focused on cinema releases. They have pushed some of them onto Disney+, Plus, but they didn't push as many as I was expecting. And they, yeah, they're kind of carrying on with their plan because as far as they're concerned, the box office they make it a lot of money at the box office. They're not really in a full rush to go completely co-turkey on that yet. Or more appropriately, they
1: will make a lot of money back at the box office when, when the box office certain returns to a semblance of normalcy. I mean, we don't know what the long-term impacts on the cinema industry or any of these industries, honestly. Uh, But they are still expecting, you know, some of the, the big name titles, the, the marvels the star wars uh to rake in money and they can't in the current environment but near future so yeah we're not going to touch the hbo max stuff that's that's an entire podcast by itself honestly but from the disney perspective it makes sense that they they continue to hold some of these back in the hopes that they can get some money back we saw what happened with mulan obviously we'll talk about uh, premiere access again in a little bit here well we might but, as well
0: jump into that now because sure now um, riot and the when the last dragon is going to be on premiere access when it arrives on march the 5th i think they've pulled it forward a week and so it's going to be available on disney plus for 29.99 it's also going to be going to cinemas on the same day now i'm going to be honest i actually think this is a very good system um for me it's a case of if you do not want to go and pay 30 for it and stay at home. You go to the cinema if you want to stay at home. If you're a family and you want to, you know, even if even outside of COVID, it's probably still more cost effective to buy at home than go to the cinema. You know, yeah. Um, if you,
1: if yeah. you're a family of four, that's that's
0: less than six dollars. No, sorry, less than eight dollars a head. Yeah, and they can watch it multiple times. They can. You can have pee breaks. You can have as much noise as they possibly want without. Um, so there are merits to it. I think this is the way that we're going to move forward regardless. I don't think this genie is going to go back in the bottle in terms of I think people are going to start getting used to this. Disney have said in the past, you know, they need to offer this. They're going to do it on a case by case basis. But if, if it does well, they're going to do it. They're going to continue to do it. Um, as far as I go, I was a bit like with Raya of like, well, I probably would like to see it. But if I can see it for a five, five at my cinema or 30 pound at home, that's a bit of a difference. Uh, for myself, for me on my own, um, I think it's going to come down to primarily of if I've had the if I've had my jab by them, I might be more willing to do it. If not, maybe not. But I like the idea that we've got the choice. We have it's up to you how you want to. And the and the reaction to that I think has been a bit better because you had the choice. You unlike Mulan where you didn't. um It's like we know with Wonder Woman they're going to have the same thing. But I do think with Raya. We've got the choice if you don't like the 29.99 wait that's your choice not it's not you know, disney aren't forcing it on you but i think we are going to see a lot more of this
1: yeah and it, it's a perfectly fine model moving forward provided we have the choice i mean thirty dollars is is a pretty big chunk of change if you're not a family of four or more um honestly i am more interested in raya than i ever was in the live action milan mm. um Still, probably not going to drop thirty dollars just to see it on my own. I think it'll take something like yeah. Black Widow for me to.
0: I'll be honest. If Black Widow's on there at twenty quid, I'm buying it and I'll stay at home. I'm not going to go. I wouldn't. And I think, I, but I'm. Be, I'm kind of sliding in that line anyway. With I think with the amount of movies and stuff. But we're going to have to wait and see. But Premier Access isn't going anywhere. That will be continuing on. But they were very vague about it. They're going to be play. They're playing their cards close to their chest on that one. Moving on from there, Star. Finally that got officially confirmed what that is. There's two different methods. They're going to be using So star is the international way of them <laughs> distributing content from um, their Disney television networks Which includes like ABC you've also got 20th centuries studios searchlight FX, etc. So for Most people internationally so this does not include the United States. So this is going to include Canada, Australia, Singapore um, Europe Australia, New Zealand, and it'll also be coming to Japan and Hong Kong and stuff later on. And as Disney Plus rolls out internationally, that will be what's happening. We are going to be getting Star built into Disney Plus as the sixth pillar. So when you've got those five pillars we've got already, we're going to have Star. You click on that on there when you get it for the first time. You acknowledge the fact that it has mature content. You can set up pin code stuff if you want. And then the idea with that then, we're going to be getting all of the content from those brands within Disney Plus. In, in it we were essentially getting Disney Plus is getting a massive overhaul with hundreds of new movies there's going to be thousands of new um, shows and episodes on there the counter argument to that they are putting the price up by two euros um, a month equivalent in your local region so there is a bit of a price rise um, there was a press release in terms of Details in terms of pricing. So I'm just gonna just quickly just read out some of the prices. So Australia will be priced at 11.99 a month or $119.99 a year and also that'll be the same for Canada. New Zealand will be $12.99 or $129 a year and the UK will be $7.99 a month or $79.90 a year. That's be the conversion rate of why we got the 90. And euros will be eight ninety nine a month or eighty nine ninety a year. So they're putting the price up, um, literally for us two pound two pound a, a month to kind of it's not even that. I it's like one ninety. For me, I'm looking at going, we're getting all that content. Logan, Die Hard, Aliens. We're going to be getting Bob's Burgers. We're we'll getting Family Guy. We're going to be getting everything included in Disney Plus. And the, it's not you know it's not essentially it's not an extra tier. It's in there. I mean, Disney Plus essentially for me in February the 23rd is getting a massive overhaul with all this extra content. I'm going to be watching so much more on Disney Plus because of this. The counter thing is I think there will be some regional differences in terms of existing licensing and where things have been out. We're going to be getting Star Originals, which are essentially Hulu originals and 20th century stuff. This is a massive... If this, I think it's hard to say this, but like because there's been this big like thing from americans kind of go we aren't getting this like like, if this had happened in the u.s it would have been a juggernaut of an announcement but for us outside of the u.s this is i mean i personally it's like this is what i wanted disney plus is just becoming this massive content thing of you know when we're going to be talking about and ultimately now you know we will be discussing this kind of stuff more because of um you know, it's in my Disney Plus. You know, I'm looking at it through the app. You know, we're gonna be covering these kind of content much more because of this. And yeah, Disney Plus has got a massive overhaul because of Star. However, in um, Latin America, they are doing things slightly different. It's going to be called Star Plus, and it's um you have to pay extra to get access to it because it's got all the sports. Basically, you're got to look at it. Um, in Latin America, they're getting like Hulu and ESPN Plus combined. Um, the thing is, that's interesting. There, the Star Plus is priced in Latin America at let me just bring up the price list here. Um, it's literally like seven seven fifty a month to get Star Plus. You can add it up as a bundle for just nine dollars a month, look um, lo- in their local equivalent. So you're literally talking you can get the two things for, and I'm thinking well, that's not far off really what we're paying. But I think this. There's adverts in the sports, so they didn't want to in in with Disney Plus. That's why they did it. Um, but yeah, I mean, a pretty big announcement.
1: Yep, it was a very big announcement. I know uh, Americans aren't particularly happy about it, or uh, yeah. I'm sure at some point that this will happen with the Hulu as well. I know last yeah. week I said otherwise, but I wasn't expecting them to do this. So, uh, based on this, at some point Hulu will. F- Probably make some sort of integration into Disney Plus. They probably just have to keep Hulu around because of they don't completely own Hulu at this point. No. Uh, but and it's got nearly forty million subscribers on its own. Yeah, that's true too. It, it's still uh, you know. In, in any event, I am happy for everyone else to have uh, <laughs> as much content as possible. seriously uh, to have as much content as possible, uh, whether it's uh, regional or coming from other regions or or whatever the more the merrier. And I hope that at some point uh, we'll see it either coming into Hulu as a standalone Mm. or Hulu getting integrated into Disney plus and, and this basically happening in the States as well. Uh, Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good
0: move by Disney all around. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 I, what I like about this is it's simple. It's a much simpler system for the international side of things to have everything all in one place, one app, you know keep it simple um i still think the stars i can see why they've kind of done it that way of you know basically kind of it's in there you've got to click on it you've got to accept it and then it unlocks everything and then you are going to have everything unlocked within the thing and i like the way that and you can set it up per profile so if you've got kids you can set it so you can't see it but things like grey's anatomy kingsman you know aliens you know, all the fx shows you know, I mean, this is this is pretty good. Um, and so I'm, uh, they're going to be announcing what's going to be coming to each region in the coming weeks and months because we're literally like two months away from this coming. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a big, big difference for Disney Plus over here. I think it's the right move. But ultimately, the US is still getting the um, Hulu and they did announce, they didn't really go into too much detail and they said they would announce more details later on was that 20th Century Studios and Searchlight Movies would be coming directly to Hulu. So I think that, that kind of split. We're going to see more of that. It, it did feel a little bit like they did announce a lot of FX shows. They did announce a lot of Hulu stuff. But usually they tend to announce a lot of things like in the new year. Um, so they might have just been... They just seem to be very much focused on kind of Disney+. Plus, But Hulu is getting a lot of content. And that will continue to change as the HBO deal rolls out and whatever they do in there. But yeah, it's, I, for me, star was probably the biggest thing really that came out of this because it just changes what the app is to me. Uh, Not just for you, but everywhere that's
1: not America, basically. I mean, it really raises the profile of Disney plus in other countries. Uh, And it's, it is a good thing. I know the pricing piece kind of not so great, but the amount of content that you're getting for, for that small uh jump up is crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm just gonna I'm just gonna quickly just um share this here with everyone on the screen. Um, you know, this is the image from the official website. Um, you know, we've got the five pillars that we're used to, then we've got the star pillar here. Um, and then, you know, we've got Rise of Skywalker, Kingsman, Love Victor, The Simpsons, and then Terminator Salvation. That is a Fox movie or studios over here. And then underneath we've got like, Bob's Burgers, follow with Onward, you know, it's just, it is just a great, it's just, just going to all be in one thing, so, so it, it, I am really excited, unfortunately, like I said, for Americans, you're going to have to take up Hulu, but I think Hulu is going to, the, the Disney bundle, you're getting the content, you actually get more content with Hulu, because of it, because you've got all these contracts, Um, but I, yeah, I would have expected a little bit more connection between the two, because it felt... Like the Hulu side of the presentation was very much still, you know, they were much more focused on the the, the advertising side because it's bringing in the money. I think that's the problem. Um, it wasn't going to work internationally, and also I do think as the ever issue, um, there's been a lot of talk this past week of rules like the EU and Canada and Australia bringing in, in terms of local content. So it might, and they might have to spend a certain amount on um, giving it to the like those individual countries to make local content to buy more content so if they've got two platforms they have to do it twice so if they have it all in one platform it makes it a lot easier for those local rules as well so that was maybe a counter-argument of why that might be, be an issue
1: yeah i yeah. saw a lot of the articles coming up about the the eu in particular mm. trying to, to um enforce locality in terms yeah. of, of new content Nothing new. We we've known about yeah. that for a while, and we were kind of expecting an informal announcement. And honestly, even though it is a requirement, which you know it's not fun to have requirements, it is actually better for the platform in general uh, having a diverse array of content, as we talked well, about last week. In
0: in the Netherlands, this past week, they added a load of cookery shows from a cookery network that they own in the country, um, and that's all in all in Dutch and you know, it's like kind of ugh, a couple of the mods in the facebook group were like you know we've got all this and it just seems weird having it in it's like yeah but that helps count towards you know they're going to be able to use extra content not necessarily be available you know the french shows might only be available in france but it's just extra content and i think we're going to see a lot more of that moving forward and i think star helps with that because it opens it up for a lot more non disney branded content they can throw stuff into star that maybe they don't want under the Disney brand. It's it's not actually made by us, but we've brought this in, and they can kind of use that as an area. So so that is Star. As you say, I am very excited about this because that is... I've been saying this from where I go. If if I was to have one, I wanted one platform for Disney, and we've got it. Um, So there was a little bit of confusion over the UK because the map that they put out was dreadful because they only had three countries in Europe, the UK and then people everywhere we were like we were at like freak' we we're like one o'clock in the morning and, uh w- they keep saying continental Europe, which obviously and then the map missing us. I'm like, okay, yeah. Woke up in the morning and then here and I'm gonna show it here so everyone can see it as well. Um this this document was shown off and it clearly clearly states right here the UK inside of the star fact sheet. So <laughs> that was like, well, it's in the official fact sheet, so it it's in there it's it's on the official list <laughs> and also if you go into the help of disney plus you'll you sort of look for star there's a load of articles in there about it and what it's going to be and so yeah so we can rest easy because there was a little bit there was a spirits were a bit like don't don't, don't do this to us <laughs> <laughs> you know i know brexit but we're getting kicked out we're not even getting Star, but no it looks like we're fine right moving on from there let's now run through all of the announcements so um I've got um, an official sheet up here, the official fact sheet, and I'm so I'm just going to go down the list because some things we might hang around a little bit longer on, some things we won't. So we're going to start off with Star Wars, or Lucasfilm, I should say more uh, precisely. So they confirmed the Ahsoka series. Um, what I'll do is I'm going to read them all out and then we'll talk about them afterwards. Ahsoka, Rangers of the New Republic, I'm wondering if that's the Cara Dune show. Um, Andor has officially been titled, that's the Captain Cassian Andor show. Um, They really went original with the name. Obi-Wan Kenobi, that's the official name of the series. They've they've again got, they're they're not pulling their punches on trying to make sure people know who they're about. The Bad Batch was, we saw a new trailer for that one. Star Wars Visions, which is going to be like a, a Japanese anime studios show. Lando is coming back, an event series. Um, the interesting thing, Orlando, we don't know which Orlando it's going to be. Um, we've also got the Acolyte, which is going to be the High Republic TV series. There's also going to be a droid, a droid story, and there was also an announcement about Willow and um, the Indiana Jones movie, Circle of the Blood and Bone, which is something we um, spoke about recently. That's a book that they purchased, they they made with 20th Century Studios. And there'll be a new Star Wars movie movie from Tiki Titi. and there's also Rogue Squadron is going to be the next movie, and that's going to be directed by Patty Jenkins, who is directing the Wonder Woman. So that's the lineup. What did you? What was your impressions of that?
1: Pretty impressive lineup all around. Um, more confirmations than surprises, but getting them confirmed is uh, very important. Uh, honestly, only a couple things in in the list i'm just like "Eh, you can take it or leave it but most of them i'm pretty excited for especially the ones that we got uh trailers or teasers for i guess actually i guess for star wars that was really just um the bad batch i'm thinking the andor one was the the andor one was a little that that was just like rogue one (laughs) that was it was a sizzle reel um where they they talked to uh, some of the actors and stuff but yeah uh just a, a great lineup uh I wish we had a bit more of a timeline on some of these. Some of them have dates. Some of them don't even have years. No. Uh, but
0: uh, there's a yeah, lot so, to look so forward I, to for Star Wars Andor, Andor is coming in 2022. They're filming that now. Um, the other two shows they've not announced, but they're set in the, both set in the same time frame as The Mandalorian. No, there was no mention at all in the entire show of any renewals. There was no... like mandalorian season three or the right stuff season two there was no mentions of any i mean there's a lot of stuff missing things like monsters at work high school music a lot of stuff this was they were bringing out the heavy hitters that was new they weren't they weren't pulling any punches on that there was no renewal so you know we i think we can add mandalorian season three into all of this as well but um yeah i just think i mean rangers of the new republic i mean that could be quite interesting so good nice to have that confirmed and just uh, i mean obi-wan kenobi we've known about for ages Um, i'm really actually interested in visions which is the the japanese anime version um 10 that's just something different and i like the i like them doing i'm gonna like I, i think that could be quite fun i'm sure it'll be like most of these anthologies
1: where some of them are really good some of them are kind of um decent but missable and then there'll probably be a couple of duds in the group i'm thinking back to like uh the animatrix where they did that in between oh yeah, matrix that, yeah. one and two and i think batman had one as well uh maybe gotham knights or something like that where uh they bring them in normally there's one or two standouts where you're just like these are the reason to watch this but of course those were released on dvd you had no idea what you were going to get um they weren't shown on tv beforehand this is streaming you, you will yes. be able to to pick which ones you want to
0: watch and it's interesting because we had said before um about there being free animated series in development so if you include the visions and also a droid story that's two of the three and then you got bad batch um and we don't um so there is that extra one where we're not, but they didn't announce that one but i think they, that was good lando again was a nice one the acolyte is the one that i'm actually really excited for because that one's set in the high republic which is this new Book series that they're releasing um, next year. Completely, this is like hundreds of years before um, the Revenge. Was it the Phantom Menace? This is that was the one that I, I. That one could be quite interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, even in the old canon, the one that doesn't count anymore, they never really explored this time frame all that well. They had, of course, the Knights of the Old Republic, which was set four thousand years uh, before uh, the events of Phantom Menace. And right at the end of Dark Horse having the comics license, they were doing a series called Nighter Rant, which was about a thousand years before. But generally speaking, we have this gigantic gap of anything that happens before Phantom Menace. And there's so much potential there. So I'm not just the Acolyte, uh, but this entire project that they're working on is really fascinating. And I hope it lives up to
0: expectations. And like I so said, we're going to be getting Rogue Squadron in 2023 for Christmas. So it's at least we're three years from another movie. You know, we are, it's all going to be based on TV. We are going to be going to the cinema to watch Star Wars for years. I don't think that's a bad idea because by the time it grows around, it'll probably be about five years since uh, Rise of the Skywalker. And considering how good The Mandalorian and everything is right now. Yeah, that's cool. Um, again, we had confirmation of the Indiana Jones movie. We, we kind of knew that for a while. Um, nice to see kind of Lucasfilm kind of stretching there um, you know with having two completely of Willow and two completely separate movies that aren't part of Star Wars which yeah. is nice it, it is easy to forget that
1: Lucasfilms has properties outside of Star Wars uh, and Indiana Jones and that they had a bunch of uh, video games and movies and, and stuff that you you tend to forget about uh, and it's nice to see them going back to these
0: Right, moving on from there, let's now, let's now talk Disney live action. So Hocus Pocus 2 is exclusively coming to Disney+. Three um, Men and a Baby has been getting a, a modern retake with Zac Efron, and that's going to be coming in 2022. Again, some of these we've known about for a while. There's going to be a couple of sports ones, the Keenan Lowe Project. you have also got the Greek Freak and the Chris Paul Project. So there's three different sports ones coming safety did arrive on Disney plus yesterday. We're going to be talking about that one next week. We decided not to do any reviews this week. We're going to do them all up next week. Um, Cause it might be, I, for some reason there might not be a lot of news. I don't think next week. Um, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's it's really heavy.
1: And next week is really light. So it's a good week yeah. for reviews.
0: Um, and then we've got the confirmation that Flora and Ulysses will be coming to Disney plus on the 19th of February, 2021. So that one is all about a squirrel that's got superpowers. So, um nice to see that one confirmed for next year we've also got cheaper by the dozen which is coming in 2022 gabriel union will be starring in that one diary of a wimpy kid will be coming in 2021 it's a brand new animated movie we're also going to be getting early 2022 we'll be getting the ice age adventures of buck wild which will be a spin-off of ice age so it looks like blue sky studios have been shifted over to making movies for Disney Plus with Diary of the Wimpy Kid, They didn't say Blue Sky Studios are doing them too, but I'm guessing that's what they're doing. There's also the Night at the Museum animated movie as well coming in 2021. So it definitely looks like they have been busy um, in the pandemic kind of getting on with animation. That's it. The fact that they're all coming in 2021 says to me that this all started with people being able to work from home. It makes perfect sense for them to to double down on these kind of shows during this time of the year.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, they've got they've got slots to fill and some good quality, hopefully good quality projects to, yeah, to I, fill I'm,
0: them up. More Ice Age the better. At, um, that's not where I was going with that, but they, they, I, I always, I always liked the Ice Age. I always, I always thought it was kind of, it was I, always that kind of lower tier animation. But I always thought, you know, it, I, it was kind of like, you know, that and Shrek were like the only two things really that were outside of Disney that were kind of okay. I, i honestly don't remember ice age
1: i know i've seen them all i remember is the squirrel i don't remember any of the antics of the main characters of uh ray romano the the woolly mammoth and the saber-toothed tiger and all yeah. i don't remember any of that i'm far more interested in seeing um what they're what they're planning to do with say uh achiever by the dozen and yeah. night at the museum things like this
0: so they also um confirmed jungle cruise is coming in july Also, so that was supposed to come out this year that'll be going on cinemas there's the live-action uh, Lion King prequel. They kind of mixed them all up with their movies here, so they're not these aren't necessarily automatically Disney Plus ones. The Little Mermaid, they confirmed that one. Chippendale Rescue Rangers will be coming in spring 2022, and that will be a Disney Plus exclusive. Um, it won't be the voices of the original, and they look like they've got some extra people in. Pinocchio is also now going to be a Disney Plus exclusive. It's a live-action retelling with Robert Zemeckis, directing it with Tom Hanks in. And also, Peter Pan and Wendy is also going to be coming to Disney Plus. Um, and that will be, um, again, these we kind of knew they were going, but they've kind of shifted those two ones over with a couple of like teaser trailers. This one's Disenchanted dis- dis- will be coming exclusively to dis- Disney Plus. They've still had Enchanted yet, but I know that one, that was a very popular announcement. Uh, Sister Act Three will be an exclusive to Disney Plus as well. So, what did you think of those ones? Um, I've never seen Enchanted, so maybe maybe
1: I, I need to see it at some point in the near future. Yeah, if you
0: if you have if you were a choice between watching that and would watch Enchanted because it's much it's but, but unfortunately it's not on Disney Plus yet, so you can't watch it yet. I, I I would expect it to come at some point. Um, the rest of this,
1: uh, we and Down most Rescue of these. Rangers, man, that's like they're, oh, the, I'm, best, I'm, they're the best. I am characters. super excited for Rescue Rangers. I just think the thing that's funny about this is that they are that they're like all right we we got great voices for for chip and dale we got uh, i'm gonna butcher this yeah. john mulaney mulani um i've heard of him but i've never seen his acts and andy sandberg who of course is in brooklyn 99 as well as uh um uh an old snl uh, i don't know if he was a cast member or just a routine guest but either way um uh, if i was gonna pick two characters not just in disney but in like all of the franchises across all movies the the two characters who you absolutely do not need to pick name actors for it's chip and dale yeah you're not even going to be able to recognize them be, if they they go with the standard like sped up voice lines and I such think, i don't think they will i or i hope maybe they the do pitch. it'll it, it'll be weird to hear chip and dale with normal voices hello uh, my name is chip <laughs> i don't think either of them sound
0: like anything like that i mean the actors i don't know what i think like that i was more like the lower like. point but yeah um
1: yeah well, yeah. but I, I figure you, you hire these guys because they're good at riffing. They're good yeah. at, you know, um, just spitting out very funny lines. And, and then you go from that. Well, apparently
0: but... it's, I remember those, this was, they have an officially said, but when this originally got, um, like went around the internet, that it was going to be a bit meta, a bit deadpool So if they're going to let them get in a room, bounce off of each other and get some ad libs and some, that might work better um because that's what usually you know they film them and then they kind of do the animation around it um yeah if if you're going
1: to go that route then i can totally understand getting some big name comedians for it as long as they're both talented and as far as i know um john mulaney i know is popular i've, I've seen andy sandberg in brooklyn nine Nine and, and so on uh i can definitely see that as a reason to do it but if it's going to be a scripted you know where, where like just read the script read your lines
0: and be like why yeah. would you do this for chippendale <laughs> Not sure. Um, they also um, announced Cruella's coming in twenty twenty one. Didn't state that it was a Disney Plus original. Um, it's still still going to cinemas, but um, we'll have to wait. Then we got into the animation side of things. So Raya and the Last Dragon confirmed for Disney Plus Premier Access on March the fifth. We got a brand new um, animated movie called In Chat um, which opens in cinemas in November the twenty fourth, twenty twenty one. And that is set in Colombia. I can't, we didn't really, and it's going to have music from Lin-Manuel Miranda and it's directed by uh, Byron Bar- Howard, who did Zootopia. So that one could be cool. We got a brand new series of, um, the first ever animated series from Walt Disney Animation Studios called Baymax, which is going to be a continuation of the Big Hero 6. That'll be coming in early 2021. Which I'm like, most I really like that. I, I I did like Big Hero Six, so I think it's nice to see the movie. I think it fits TV better. I think it kind of well, fits yeah, more. it fits the
1: the superhero serial. It, it's a a good superhero show. The movie was great, um, but the Big Hero Six show that's been on for the last couple of years has been solid as well, and I'm glad to see them continuing it. Um, obviously, the name change from Big Hero Six to Baymax uh, suggests that the focus will be much more on Baymax than on Hero and Gogo and all of them. Uh, I presume they'll still be involved,
0: though. Yeah, we're also going to be getting Zootopia Plus, which is a short series featuring characters from Zootopia coming in spring 2022. Did we really need a plus on the end of it? Um, then, right, Yeah, I'm, um, I'm happy
1: for more Zootopia. That was a nice right, update. okay, I'm,
0: gonna, I'm probably going to butch this one. We've got an all-new original series coming in 2022 um, called Awayu which is um, a... An African comic book company and it's based in an African animated series. Uh, To be honest, the artwork looked impressive. This actually was the one out of all of them. I was like, you know what, I'm much more interested in this because um, it's it's something different. It's not a franchise and uh, it was the one kind of series that's like, yes, something fresh, something different and that's what I want. Yeah. I do have to agree with
1: that. I (laughs) I am very excited for a lot of these shows uh, mm. to see some of my favorite characters again, to, to re explore some of the movies that maybe haven't gotten as much love over the last couple of years. But honestly, I think I speak for a lot of people. I'm like, thank you. Something new, something original. And, you know, it's coming from a pan African yeah. uh, company. It's going to be a very different perspective from what we're used to, which I'm, is- st- I'm, yeah, we need it. And I am, I'm very, I keep saying excited, but it's early in the morning, so I'm just going to keep saying excited. I'm very excited for this project.
0: Yeah. That I will be honest. That was the one that jumped out at me. I've got, that's the one I'm, if I had all of them given to me right now on a plate to watch, that would be the one I would go to first. Um, we've also got Tiana, which is going to be a, a, a long form comedy series. Um, it's just like a sequel to The Princess and the Frog. That one's not coming until 2023. A lot of people are excited about that one. Uh, which I think is good. More Princess and the Frog is great. Um, She'll be the first princess to have her own um, animation studio series. Following that in 2023, we'll also be getting Moana the series. So that'll be a long, um, I I, I am not surprised with Moana. I thought they were going to do another movie because seeing how popular it is on Disney plus, but then in some ways a series might be the good way of kind of boosting it up, but you, you have a, a good chance to do an adventure
1: of the week style thing. Cause yeah. they're, they're going to have her Island hopping. Yeah. Um, so each Island can be its own story. Also, additionally, you know, they already did the, the huge Epic story with yeah. Moana. And if you're going to do another movie, it's got to be a big Epic story. Um, I much prefer these kind of smaller, there's still stakes involved. You know, there's still danger and such, but not every story needs to be up against a giant angry God who, wants their uh their little totem back
0: yeah moving on from there let's now talk pixar so i don't know why they brought up inside pixar but we'll obviously be getting soul um in two weeks i'll be giving i did put up a review video earlier in the week and the written review we'll, i'll be talking about it on next week's show we, we're not gonna do it this week
1: i will not be seeing it until it, no. it's no, released it so it. i won't be able to talk
0: about it but no. um borrow as well will be coming on christmas day as well Pixar Popcorn is going to be coming in January 2021, which is a, a, mi- a collection of mini shorts that feature Pixar characters in all new Bitesang stories. Luca will be coming in to cinemas on the June the 18th of 2021, and that's set in Italy. Doug Days will be coming to Disney Plus in fall 2021, and that's going to be more adventures of Doug from Up. Turning Red will be a brand new movie coming in March the 11th, 2022 in cinemas. And basically it's a, a teenager that turns into a red panda when she gets angry. I um, think it's, it's
1: not even necessarily angry. It's just how excited. When, when yeah, excited. I think it's just when she, she gets you know energetic when she's a teenager. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot.
0: And this one really caused some, some tension. Lightyear. year which is going to be coming to cinemas on June the 17th and is a science fiction action adventure and the origin story of Buzz Lightyear, who is going to be voiced by Chris Evans, the hero who inspired the toy. So this will be all about, um, essentially, cause everyone's going, why is it Tim Allen? Because that was based on a toy. This is going to be the original, like th- you know essentially this is the, the the movie and that toy is based off of the character so therefore the toy would be kind of more you know different you know you know because like Thanos didn't look like this in Infinity War <laughs> you know just haven't an action figure to hand, but um yeah so a lot of people were like it looks different it looks very you know Chris Evans doing the voice yeah this one really kind of got the internet going and um, what did you did you see this one uh, this
1: is actually the first time I'm seeing this, so I haven't even seen the, any pictures from it. But um, I, <laughs> it's like Toy Story Four, honestly. Uh, it's a story that doesn't need to be told, um, but I'm sure they'll do a good job telling it. Well, that, I mean, that's kind of my take.
0: Yeah. on it. I mean, he just he looks more human because he does. He's not a toy, so they just kind of they they've made him look a bit different. Uh, there was only literally one image of him in in a cockpit. But I think, like, I mean, Chris Evans even went on Twitter himself and was like, um, "You know, it's like, get this. It's not the toy. It's, it's not the toy version of him. This is the the like the movie version of him that the toy would have been based off of." And um, so, therefore, like, you know, the the, I mean, you know, of toys, so as well. the, the, the voices never sound exactly the same as the. As the
1: so, so what they're doing is they they're doing their version like of a Buck Rogers movie. Yeah. But with modern effects, modern yeah. storytelling. Yeah. Um, and its connection to Toy Story is almost
0: completely superficial. Well, I'm guessing Zerg will be in there as well. Because they can use Zerg.
1: I think it'd be hilarious if Zerg looks absolutely nothing like the toy. Like he's just a completely could, different monster.
0: Yeah, I mean, it could be like a, Almost like a Transformer or something. I don't know. Um, we'll see. We'll see. So we've got a Cars series coming in for 2022. I mean, we've known about this one for years. But it's nice to see this one finally confirmed. Um, Win or Lose is going to be a brand new... that will be the first ever long-form animated series coming in uh, to Disney Plus in 2023. There's 20-minute episodes. So I'm guessing Cars is going to be not... A f- uh, just going to be shorts. Um, yeah, so... Win or lose is going to be an episode highlight in the perspective of a different character and explores, you know, the bad calls made on the field. Um, I mean, I'm guessing so. I think I, I the, fa- the the second it went into being um, about a softball team, I'm like, okay, is it really that interesting to make that into a series? But they must've found a way.
1: <laughs> uh, just like most sports movies or shows in this case, it, the sport is incidental. The, the, the real story is about each of the team members. Mm there's there's potential to this uh it really depends on what direction they go with it i'll be interested to see is it going to be like um you know the same day seen from multiple perspectives or is it going to be a continuous story where we've got multiple days and we just happen to be focusing on a particular character um we won't know for a while 2023 but it does have potential
0: All Right now let's get to, into the big boy marvel this is the one everyone was all about. So, One Division obviously coming in January. Got a new trailer for that one. Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming March the nineteenth, and um, we got the trailer for that one there. We might as well do that on there. March the nineteenth. I'm like, hold on a minute. There's like probably like three weeks maybe after Vision ends. I was like, ooh, if, this is this yeah. is. If Vision is six episodes, yeah, then that would that's end of that's end of February, end of and February, then,
1: beginning of March, and then. Yeah, they, they want to make sure that people keep subscribing. I mean, that's that's
0: what it comes down to. Yeah, and I was like, the trailer looks great. More, more of that. It just I mean, I was I was just really impressed. I was not I thought it might have held off a bit longer, but um and then Loki is then coming in May 2021. And the trailer for that one got released, which looked really exciting. And then we're going, hold on, uh, we're gonna have the same thing again because we're gonna have Marvel then running. You know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to run through till probably end of Easter or, or end of um, April, maybe the beginning of May, leading us probably a few weeks until Loki. So then we have Loki, then probably running right through to maybe July, you know, early July. Um, and and then, then, and then we've got What If, which is a ten-part that's coming in the summer. I don't. They didn't say how many episodes it is. I don't know if it's going to be five or ten. I know they were doing ten episodes, but they might not. So, we're going to be getting the What If series. And then coming in late 2021, we're going to be Ms. All right. um, so we'll get Miss Marvel. Right. So, that's being filmed. And then in late 2021, we're getting Hawkeye. So, let's just take that in, shall we? Yeah. Five Disney plus series of Marvel in 2021, plus What If. As I put out on the group, we are probably looking at having new Marvel content. For probably thirty to, I would probably say thirty-five to forty weeks of next year, we're gonna have new Marvel content. And um,
1: and so far, all of it looks really good.
0: Yeah, I mean, they've been. I mean, I was. I'm guessing late twenty twenty one for Hawkeye. It could be like Christmas. It could be um, very late And But I'm. Mean, I was. I was doing the math, going, well, if they've all got six episodes apiece, let's just cut that down to there dropping weekly five i i went with four because i didn't i didn't realize actually till that point that hawkeye was coming as well you know even just a four series alone with that is 24 episodes that's nearly half the year with new episodes a week um so when the people say about disney plus not having content you know when we went through that drought from the mandalorian season one to season two we're not having that in 2021 we're literally going to have two weeks, and if they drop a movie in between, um, yeah, um, and then you're going to have the Star Wars shows, yeah. I, I this is going to be a much more interesting year. They are definitely solving the quantity
1: problem that we had back in 2020. Back, <laughs> we're still in 2020. Yeah, feels like we're done with it, but we still a of weeks <laughs> like, it's still um, got some bite, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we uh, we had a, a quantity problem. In 2020, um, not just Star Wars, not just Marvel, just in general, there were there were many podcasts where we we're just
0: like, There's nothing to talk about, we'll, we'll make something yeah. to talk about. I mean, I just look, I just look, I just, I just I did that quite quick math and go, Hold on, we've got, I think, we've got probably three quarters of the year with a new Marvel content, and you know, and you throw in then Black Widow, maybe dropping like in the summer um, you know, you know, it's just, and then we got a turn I'll, I'll go into all that in a minute, but uh, yeah, I was just like, okay, this is gonna that lineup is impressive Um, yep So the the thing here as we look at the 2021 lineup, it does
1: look extremely impressive both in in quality yeah. and quantity Um, and the thing that I was thinking about not just for marvel But for the entire disney plus lineup moving forward is if they've got the quantity problem Hopefully fixed moving forward. So hopefully yeah. 2021 isn't an outlier. I know they're getting some stuff that would have been this year, but it's going to be. Well, only would have out.
0: been only would have been Falcon. I. So I just want to bring this up because a lot of people I've had a, you have a lot of people go, "Oh, whoa, we didn't get what we were promised at launch." Um they the only thing we lost was Falcon. One division was always right from way back at the investors' day 18 months ago was coming in 2021, and so was Loki. They. They were always 2021 releases. So then they always said that. I know a lot of people like, you know, they didn't. It's like It was only really the Falcon that has been delayed. Uh, And that, you know, I I do. It gets thrown around a lot about people kind of saying about how, you know, they didn't get the shows. It was like, well, no, we only got one show we didn't get. And that was because I couldn't film it.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: But anyway, where I was going with that is moving forward looking into 2022
1: and beyond assuming they continue with the quantity they have to be very careful that they keep the quality up as well because they announced a lot of stuff here which means resources start to get spread uh because it's it's really easy to make the mandalorian a really good show when you have all of your top tier directors on it and you've got top tier talent on it but now you've got some of that talent going over here to obi-wan you got some of that talent going over here to rangers of the republic same thing happening in the marvel shows yeah
0: so the only the only good thing is and this is where the americans kind of followed up from what we used to do short form series you know if they only have six or eight episodes it's much easier for them to keep the the uh the quality up because and also that this is where they've been able to i mean you see it now with tv where they're able to get the biggest stars in because they're not those big six to nine month commitments. They can come in for a few uh, month or two and film it all and be gone. Um, And I think as well, it will be fresh because therefore like Falcon and you know, we've got six weeks. Boom. It's not, you know, it's not sitting around for 22 weeks, like Arrow, you know, it's, it's going to be like, I said, it's going to be like watching. And if there are any like half an hour episodes, it's essentially all they're doing is filming like a really long movie, a free three to three and a half four hour movie and just cutting it up that's basically all we get <laughs> all We get it's like let's take black widow and turn it into three separate episodes and therefore that's kind of what we're getting
1: well, well yeah and essentially that's what we're getting in the mandalorian season yeah. two right now too if you cut a lot of the fluff out you could probably get it down to maybe like a four and a half hour movie give or take probably even mm-hmm. less if you really get aggressive um but the advantage of television is you can have some of that fluff. We get scenes yeah. like we did at the end of season 1 where you had the two scout troopers sitting on the yeah. on their speeders trying to shoot a tin can and honestly it was one of the best scenes in the entire series. You don't have that in a movie. Yeah. You know, and then no you get
0: it. you know it's yeah, I mean basically I mean what was it roses and uh, finn's escape to the uh Casino would have been just one episode. <laughs> Basically would have been that would have been a, a, a chase quest. But and it um, probably would have been better that way. Yes. So then moving on, and I think this is what we're gonna call as 2022. Um, we're gonna be getting She Hulk. Uh mm-hmm. they didn't none of these series they set any dates on, so I will state that now. She Hulk, and they confirmed that um it will be played by um was it Tiana Maslany? I don't know if I pronounce it right. They did confirm that Mark Ruffalo is returning to play the Hulk, and also Tim Roth is returning as the Abomination. Now that I see, I love the Incredible Hulk movie. Him in that one, I mean, I really do like Tim Roth. Anyway, I think he's a great actor. Um, so great. I- Moon Knight? Oh, yeah. oh just sorry, good. just real quick on yeah. She-Hulk and
1: Hulk and Abomination. I, while I did not love Incredible Hulk, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I'm sad that it often gets forgotten in the MCU because it yeah. is an MCU movie. And I'm just really glad that we get to have a continuation of that. I also hope there was one little plot line that they, they yes. started up in that with the leader.
0: It's not mentioned here, but I really yeah. hope that they bring him in at some point. They well. also mentioned... And this is going to tie into maybe um, another story that we did during the week. Was in the event in the show, they did say there might be other characters from turning up, um, which a lot of us there, there was a story that we put up earlier in the week. Matt Murdock, dare, Daredevil, um, it, he he might be because he's a lawyer, he
1: might be turning it, up. It would absolutely make sense in She-Hulk because if you don't know She-Hulk, uh, she is a lawyer uh, and she's she's a very good lawyer. She is typically shown as a, a prosecutor, whereas yeah. Matt Murdock is typically shown as a defender. So, there, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, there's normally, it, it comes up in the
0: comics fairly regularly that these mm. two end up in the courtroom together. Cause I think that would be such a great scene. Seeing it, and it's like, it doesn't have, it it's not Daredevil. They're just building it. They're just building it. Up. it he, yeah, you don't have to have Daredevil in it all, although that would be a yeah. bit of a tease. But even just having Matt
1: Murdock show up to defend somebody, uh, and you can go, oh, it's Charlie Cox. It's yeah, it's yeah. it's Matt Murdock. and then just leave it there. Yeah, that's still
0: Um, we also got um Moon Knight. Um, they confirmed, they didn't confirm uh Isaac, they just confirmed the director. They then this is the good one, Secret Invasion. I is going to be heading to With that assessment. <laughs> well, um, this one's gonna be Samuel L. Jackson will be returning with um Ben Middleton as talos. So that's basically the Nick Fury series. See, I remember the Secret Invasion got me back into comics for a while where I did actually... I like, I like that story.
1: It, it was I daft. I but... hated Secret Invasion. That was such a bad story. Yeah.
0: Uh, that's, so uh, there's Nick Fury getting more, more screen time.
1: That's great. That Yeah, as I was about to say, I and I do like uh, Ben Mendelsohn as well. He was great mm-hmm. in, in uh, Rogue One. He was great in Captain Marvel. Um, and I, I will also add, Marvel, the yeah. MCU, has already done um stories that were based on comics that I hated civil war being uh yeah. the most obvious one really enjoyed the civil war movie can't stand the crossover event it is one of the most poorly written comic events that marvel has ever done and secret invasion is also up there it on does that say list. it is a
0: crossover comic event series so yes, it just say it that in the in the in no this is what it says actually in the um the crossover yeah so i mean it might not be as Big impact as maybe the comic book. We're also going to be getting Iron Heart with Dominic Fawn as uh, Riri Williams. So basically, we're getting an, an Iron Man series, Ironheart. Heart. Um, I've never read the comic book, so I don't really know her. But again, nice confirmation for that one. We've, we've, that one's been floating around. It's like the, I mean, again, the Nick Fury series, the Iron Heart series. These have been floating around for a while. Then there's going to be Armor Wars. Which is what happens when Tony Stark's tech gets in the wrong hand with War Machine. This is going to be a War Machine series. These have all been floating around. I mean, to be honest, I mean, with Disney Plus series, every character gets this kind of They're getting a series. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, we get it.
1: I kind of want Armor Wars to just be Don Cheadle sitting in a bar telling uh, telling his fantastic war stories to everybody, you know, like he does in uh, Age of yeah. Ultron. I'd watch the heck out of that.
0: Then when getting- uh, comes but-
1: Sorry, yeah. just real fast yeah. before we jump on that. Armor Wars is another one of those um, classic Iron Man stories. Mm. Um, in this case, actually a really re- well-written one. So they're drawing on some interesting uh, backstory there. Of course, Armor Wars, it was integral that Tony Stark be
0: involved, and that's not so much possible at the moment. No. We're also going to be getting the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special coming in 2022 that we filmed during while they're filming the... Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So that could be... It's going to be a bit of fun. They're doing something a bit different with it. I think they're having a bit of, of blast, though. There'll also be an I Am Groot short series coming to Disney+. Plus. Moving now on to feature films. So Black Widow's coming in May to cinemas. Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings will be opening in July. So not only have we got all those series, we've still got three movies. Because um, then we're going to have The Eternals opening on the 5th of November. So they obviously really... Black Widow and Eternals should have been out this year. So we should have had Eternals like a week, couple of weeks ago. So they've been shifted back. Uh Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness will be coming on March 25th, 2022. And it's going to be a mind-bending adventure that connects the events of WandaVision and the upcoming Spider-Man film. So and so that's kind of interesting how... So WandaVision is definitely going to be leading into that one. Then for Love and Thunder coming on May the sixth, twenty twenty-two, with um, Christian Bale playing Gore the God Butcher. Um, no idea who he is. I
1: uh, I will say if you if you haven't read the comics, uh, the Thor God Butcher uh, arc is mm. fantastic, mm. and that they're drawing on this. I don't know how the the and like the new Lady
0: F- Lady Thor as well is in there as well in that. So Lady Lady Thor was an eventual um mm-hmm. result of the god butcher uh, story uh, somebody, yeah okay, okay um then we're going to get black panther 2 coming on july the 8th they did state that they're not recasting black um the black panther and he will be they'll be exploring the world of wakanda with characters from, uh, basically i think that's going to be a Surrey movie um i i'm glad that they're not recasting him and I think it's. I, with I think it. they could uh, they probably are going to do it at some point but Personally, I would have preferred them just to have put the movie on hold, um, another couple of years and bring it back. And ultimately, they can't—they can't keep um, Black Panther out indefinitely. They're going to eventually, at some point, they will recast him. But I would personally would have liked them just to have put the whole project back. And but that's—they've—they've they've decided to go well, ahead and just kind of extend it a bit.
1: I mean, more than likely, suri will just take up the mantle because she has yeah. worn it in the past in the comics yeah. and. Then you don't really need to to have T'Challa back into it. You yeah. can you can introduce a different male mm-hmm. character if you really want to do a male uh, black. Oh, they would just line. leave.
0: Oh, they will just leave it at that. Um, Blade. Yeah. Um, that, they just they said that one's coming. <laughs> that is the that <laughs> is the worst. Thing. Blade is a new feature
1: film uh, yeah. starring uh, Marshala yeah. Ali in the title role. Well, that is the entire description.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was it. Uh, Captain Marvel two coming in November. 11th 2022, and it will also be featuring Miss Marvel, so she's going to be stretching over into that movie. I see what you did there, yeah. Um, Ant Man and the Wasp, <laughs> Do you know what you the, did I, I didn't even know I did it, I didn't even see that's so her,
1: her power. Miss Marvel's yeah, powers are,
0: are stretchiness. See, I did, I did complete the Avengers video game, so I did, I have uh-huh. played that, uh, yeah. Um, and then Ant Man and the Wasp, the Quantum Mania, um, interesting title, yeah. Um yeah, the thing is, they need the Hulk. You know, we're gonna have a Hulk, yeah. man um, Nevertheless, uh, <laughs> so yeah so, more, yeah, so we're gonna have more. Yeah, so we're gonna have more Ant-Man. We're gonna have some. Um, Kang the Conqueror is gonna be in it again. Just confirming, just m- more stuff. No release date for that one. Guardians of the v- Galaxy Volume Three will be coming in 2023, and then finally, Fantastic Four will be coming with John Watts on board to direct, who's previously done the spider-man movies and it's like they were just like hold on what's that dc oh yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: let's not bring dc into this wonder woman 1984 looks like it'll be a fun movie
0: oh i'm sure it will be but they were a bit like yeah you want a series we give you a series <laughs>
1: i mean to, to be honest though it's, it's the fantastic four we knew they were going to do something with it at, uh at some point uh this will be our third go-around with the Fantastic Four. Four, if you count the unreleased movie from the '90s, yeah. uh, I really
0: hope they get it right this time. Yeah, i um, Well, I've got a little bit more hope. But that's the line. That's the lineup for the next three years. That's Phase Four. Um, I've been saying, like, you know, is there going to be an over a story going for it? Um, I think the story of Phase Four is called, Let's get Disney Plus going. <laughs> that would be the. That feels like the. Um, the way of moving forward but well i think the original
1: plan was probably to have secret invasion be the the overarching story of at least phase 4 if not phase 4 through 6 um but they they're introducing a couple characters in here who have the potential to go um as big villains kang the conqueror being brought in on ant-man and the wasp quantum mania is the most likely one uh, if not doctor doom and fantastic also
0: four. The, i mean they got options there of a force or the young avengers because you're going to yes. have um Miss Marvel, you're gonna have. I mean, um, American Chavez is gonna be introduced in uh, the Doctor Strange movie. You know, we're gonna have Iron Heart. We've got some real kind of interesting things going on here. So MCU is just looking looking pretty sweet. No um, argument here, none at all. So no, moving on last, from last, any last oh, words on Marvel before we move on.
1: I think that pretty much summed it up. There there is a lot to look forward to with Marvel 2021. Uh, barring any true weirdness, is going to have some amazing MCU content in it. Yes.
0: Yeah, especially compared to 2020. What MCU content <laughs> did we get this year? Well, I'm a, I am I watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm dropping week to week. I so that's... You know, 2020 has been so long, I can't even remember. <laughs>
1: did that season end in 2020 in the U.S.? Or was It, it last didn't even year? come on TV till May. Okay. But, I mean... May was like four years ago, though. So I, I don't
0: know. Especially when you're in lockdown. Um, so let's move on now to National Geographic. So these are all Disney+. Plus. Cousteau is going to be a documentary all about the famous diver. I'm really interested in that one. Um, I love scuba diving. So the idea of them kind of going into this one. Um, and, it will, and Cousteau is
1: just, he is the name in scuba diving. Yeah,
0: so it, after the festivals and a planned f- uh, release at the cinema. It will be available exclusively to Disney Plus. So it is actually going to cinemas first. Um, then, as the, far as Disney, yeah, Sorry I didn't. Uh, Disney <laughs> Plus originals um, will be coming. We're going to be getting Genius, Martin Luther King Jr. That will be the. Um, and I think also they, I think they pretty much said that the other three seasons are coming as well to Disney Plus. So um, I've never seen them. I've seen the posters, but uh, scripted drama sounds good to me. Um, right, uh,
1: just so people who who don't know um the series it's not four seasons about martin luther king no. it's four seasons season. about geniuses i think uh it was einstein
0: um yeah he had um Cass- jeffrey- oh sorry it's written yeah. here Ge- jeffrey rush was um albert einstein season two was antonio banderas as Piablo picasso and the third upcoming season is um cynthia eravo as the aretha franklin so they're moving around a little bit. Um, but yeah i haven't seen any of them so i'm looking forward to seeing them on this Disney plus
1: this is the first i've heard of it honestly but i mean jeffrey Rush's albert einstein that's that sounds nuts
0: in a good yeah, way i think they are on hulu at the minute um or they used to be uh, unscripted seasons we're going to be getting secrets of the whales with um so james cameron has been involved in this one along with sigourney weaver doing the narration um i love whales um i can't wait to see this one it's a four-part event story which looks at orcas, belugas, narwhals, sperm whales, and humpback whales. Um, I must admit, we went on a boat trip. I went on a little boat trip down in Australia and saw, you know, most of them actually out in the wild. So, yeah. So when you've seen humpbacks jumping in the wild and orcas and stuff, it does kind of go, yeah, that's me. I'm in on that one. I'll be on to that one very quickly.
1: I'm absolutely 100% in on this. I love whales too. Um, used to... Uh, visit my grandparents up in Massachusetts and we would go out of the port there on whale watching. Uh, That was normally uh, Minky and Finbacks, but you'd also get the Humpbacks every once in a while. That was, that was
0: always a treat when they do their breaching. Yeah. Uh, We've got a real Bugs Life, which is going to be coming, which is um, all about bugs. Uh, America the Beautiful. Um, uh, This is being made by the producers of Frozen Planet and um, the Disney Nature Films should look beautiful it's going to be covering a number of different areas i love these kind of shows this is just great to me um so i like that the idea though then we're getting limitless with chris hemsworth where he will be looking at can you combat aging and the full potential of the human body um so that one and then we're going to be in welcome to earth which is um basically will smith going around the planet um both of those shows had been previously announced but they weren't disney Plus original, So i was like "Ooh!" they're like no we're spending all this money on will smith for chris that's at becoming disney plus so we're gonna nick them <laughs> um um i was just like yeah those was a pretty big names to you know chris Hemsworth for will smith shows that's not um that's, you know that's hardly meet the chimps <laughs> it's hardly meet the chimps if
1: welcome to earth doesn't feature will smith punching an alien in the face though i would be very disappointed <laughs> i was just
0: like it, i'm not being funny but it was all like Will Smith So <laughs> in <was just> like... <laughs> yeah, well,
1: well honestly for me once you, you do National Geographic I'm already in yeah. um, but yes Welcome to Earth sounds really interesting especially it's kind, kind of got that um, Rogue Trip vibe yeah. Not it, it's not going to be the same thing because he's not going to cities and stuff mm-hmm. but he's looking for weird stuff and things that you don't normally see mm-hmm. uh, Chris Hemsworth I have no idea what this is going to be about I know they're yeah. pushing the full potential of the human body
0: yeah uh, I don't really know what they mean by that but um i think i don't know i have no idea um moving on from there disney live action um this is television so these are currently in production and set to debut in 2021 so we're going to get the mighty ducks the game Changers. so they're giving it a bit of a, a rebrand we saw a trailer for that one but they haven't officially kind of released it out to everyone um big shot they released a trailer for that one again haven't released it publicly um so that We've known about them for a while. The mysterious Benedict Society, um, about um, a group of orphans. I I know this one just moved over from Hulu, but it looks like that was already in the can, so that was good. And Turner and Hooch. Um, I'm. It's like okay. So I'm then thinking, we've got four live action series. We've got the National Geographic Genius. We've got all the Marvel shows. We've got all the all Star Wars shows. So suddenly sitting there like I'm going we if we're having these weekly and we're gonna think we've got high school musical too it's like we are we will hopefully have some form of live action drama maybe weekly going through 2021 which is what we've been you know we've been treated the last last month with the right stuff and the mandalorian is like okay we were actually we're gonna at some point there will be two there will be two of these overlapping somewhere yeah i can't
1: (laughs) can't not do it now (laughs) I, I might have to like be like I'm just taking
0: Fridays off, guys. I got too much to watch. <laughs> yeah, it's just like okay. I'm just like I. I mean, I still think they needed to lean a little bit more in on the Disney side of things. There's still, um, I a lot of people are kind of like, and I see, I can see it. Says i was going. The Disney side of it is not quite as maybe as impressive as like what they're doing with Marvel and Star Wars. I've do, but. It's just smaller budgets I mean how you can compare the the big shot I mean it's about it's about basketball um it's just not not in the same league in the slightest
1: yeah it's it's gonna be different scales all around but I I do agree with the general idea um like the Disney animation studios and stuff like that I I could have could have gone for some more
0: originals in that yeah um Be honest, The Mysterious Benedict Society is something that jumps out to me because I don't know what it is. And it's something different. It's based on a book I've never heard of. And it's got the guy that played um, Forky in it. And I'm just like, okay, let's try that one out. Turner and Hooch is the one out of the four that I'm excited to watch because, well, I like that movie. And it's got a dog in it so that's me <laughs> so <laughs> yeah you, got, you had me a dog uh, yeah. it's got a dog in it that's great they also said so the in developments beauty and the beast the working title i thought it was called a little town but they've kind right. of um they obviously wanted to use the branding of beauty and the beast to kind of confirm that that's kind of underway um it's nice and again it's swiss family robinson is going to be a new series they're going to be turning that into a series which is I mean how many times they can reboot that one but it's been a while so why not try it again give something to that tree that tree that sits in the park that nobody knows no kid knows what it is <laughs> No, remember when they rethemed it to Tarzan for a while
1: I think it, it was probably more popular when it was Tarzan but it, it's sitting there at the same like Tom Sawyer's Island it's yeah. that thing that you go to after you've done everything else at the park
0: yeah uh, and then finally Percy Jackson and the Olympians has been officially announced we kind of knew that beforehand but yeah and then right so just want to run into so these are some of the stuff coming from fx and hulu so for us outside of the us these will be coming to disney plus at some point suddenly changes the the, um, tone a little bit so we're getting season three and four of atlanta season 10 of america's horror story season two of dave season three of what we are or what we so in the so shadows. This should
1: this should be what we do in the shadows. Yeah, what we uh, do
0: so in the yeah uh, yeah.
1: It, there's a typo in it. Um, this is the the vampire comedy series okay. that that Taika started with a movie and has since become a, okay. a fairly popular show.
0: Season three of Mayans MC, season five of Better Things, the a new hit drama called Snowfall. There's going to be a new season of Archer. Four more seasons of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You know, I've never seen one episode of that. I've seen... When it drops onto Disney+, Plus. that'll be a thing for me to watch.
1: I've seen two episodes, and I don't really see much purpose well, in seeing more.
0: If it's, got, if it's the longest-running live sitcom in television history with 18 seasons, I probably should try at least an episode, I think, yeah. uh, when, it, it, when it arrives.
1: It gets memed a lot, too. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of memes that come from this
0: show. Okay, so then the FX originals on Hulu, and then Star International. So that obviously includes the UK, Australian, and um, Canada for Disney Plus. Will in twenty twenty one include the Old Man, which is John um, Lithgow. Okay, you've sold me on that. I don't even know what it's about, but he's a former CIA operative who's forced to reconcile with his past. Sorry, American- just to
1: just yeah. to car- Jeff Bridges is the former CIA operative. Is he- uh, John Lithgow? Is a, a Part
0: of this, but we don't know what his character is. Okay, then we're going to be getting American Horror Stories. So this is a new um, spin-off. My wife will be probably wanting to watch that one. We've got Platform, which is um, half hour anthology television series about the bold issues of our time. Uh, Why the Last Man, which is based on a DC comic of the same name. So why are we getting a DC comic, nevertheless? well
1: it's hulu it's not disney so there's no conflict yeah I don't know. so
0: those those will be coming to hulu but and, and then for the rest of us they'll be coming mm-hmm. to disney plus um there's also new series in development including reservation dogs and i did read that as reservoir dogs to begin with oh, and i was like then i read I, it again and i like, nope, 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 different story entirely um alien there's gonna be an alien series coming i was like okay well it's well, not on earth apparently <laughs>
1: Well, I had to admit, I was like, why why would you do an Alien series? This this franchise is dead. And then I saw it was helmed by the person who did Fargo and Legion, yeah. uh, the, the television show Fargo. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you have my attention because both of those shows were really good.
0: And there's going to be Shogun, um, which is going to be the most sophisticated, most sweeping adult series FX has ever created. And it comes it's a real Game of Thrones that was set in Japan or something. Yeah, so... so- the- the,
1: yep. the Shogun series is a very famous um, sequence of books. There was a movie that was made of it a while back, uh, a, a long while back. Mm. And it's generally considered like one of the views into Japan from Western mm. culture. Uh, they're not kidding about it being an adult series. Mm. Like the movie was really toned mm. down. I read the first book and I, and I was way too young when I read that book. Yeah. It's also it's one of those books. It's like that thick. Yeah.
0: More content coming to Hulu in the US and Disney Plus Star internationally will be um, only murders in the building, which will be coming in twenty twenty one ten episodes with Steve Mart Steve Martin and Martin Short and Selena Gomez. That's it.
1: Okay. That's a, That's such a weird combination.
0: Steve well, Martin honest, Martin Short.
1: Little, yeah, but Steve Martin and Martin Short are always. I mean, that's. Oh no! no uh, sorry, I. I, I Kind of cut myself off there steve martin and martin short great pair yeah. selena Gomez, all right okay i'm so, not sure where you pull that one in from the rest that, i mean not, nothing yeah. against her but the, there's a definitely a difference in acting
0: styles then we're going to be getting the dropout which is a um inspired by the abc news podcast of the same name it's set to, it's an eight-part series set to debut in 2021 there's also going to be dope stick oh no sorry dope sick and they're down with the kids um an eight-part series coming in 2021 all about the, um, the, Ep- the epic center of America's struggle with opium addiction. Very different kind of tone stuff. On the that, is,
1: that is a <laughs> yeah. very different uh, kind of tone from what we've been talking about. Yeah,
0: so that's... And then we're going to be getting Nine Perfect Strangers, which is about a boutique health and witness... Uh, so sort of wellness report that is... Yeah, let's try that again in English. A boutique health and wellness resort that's Promises, and it's a 10-day retreat with Luke Co-Kidman in it. It's an eight-part series coming in 2021. Okay, so it's got Luke Evans in it, M- Melissa McCarthy.
1: Um, Michael Shannon, always yeah, always move. good.
0: Yeah, and then we're going to be in the uh, the fourth, also the uh, there's going to be a fifth season ahead of the fourth season premiere of The handsmade Tale. I've not watched that one myself. And there we go. So I must see. This is where suddenly, like I said at the beginning, when I read when I read out those last few, those last like ten shows, they're so much different tone for Hulu, such a different type of style. But obviously for us here, that's their Disney Plus, so it completely changes that. You know, when I when we talk about all those live series, when I throw that lot in, it suddenly becomes quite a a different kind of lineup, doesn't it?
1: This is an exceptionally different lineup. I mean, you only have to read, read like the first three: yeah. um, Reservation Dogs, yeah. Alien, Res- uh, Shogun. Even though Reservation Dogs has nothing to yeah. do with Reservoir Dogs, it yeah. is still a mature show. It, it's yeah. tackling some serious issues, and then it just it escalates from there. You're doing an entire series on the opioid addiction. That's yeah.
0: that is huge. Yeah, uh, but it also shows you the power of Disney. Are not. Um, Pulling away from the fact now that they have these mature brands and you know they are going to be using them more. Um, I think they also announced last night. I uh, haven't got Randa right yet. I like Full Guy and the 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 Death on the Nile. They're going to be coming along with the, uh, everything about Jamie. Um, they'll also be coming to cinemas as well, and that'll all be coming to Hulu in the US, and then it'll all be coming to Disney Plus f- through Star in other countries. So. Yeah, just going to be very interesting. I mean, that'll be something well, we will be discussing a lot more on the podcast and stuff will be this Hulu and Star content because essentially now that is all being in, they are all intertwined. Um, we are just, it's going to be part of it now because every week when I run through the list of what's new on Disney+, Plus, it's going to be a big shift in terms of how it's going to work with um, like australia and canada and the uk you know that's a you know between those major countries you know that's you know a good third to half of our audience you know so that's a you know it's all part of this big process of you know everything is being upgraded and i mean the disney plus lineup just on its own is impressive and then when i throw in that extra stuff from fx and hulu it, it from from my point of view as an adult i know uh, there's a few things there that we would watch with my wife you know we just you know th- those are the kind of shows we start watching the i think it's like some kind of um uh, hidden walls thing that's been i think it's on hbo max in the us you know, all these kind of normal mature stuff that's like we like to watch together and it's like that's just so nice to have this kind. Of, and then we're gonna be getting things like 911, Grey's Anatomy, you know, Station 19, you'll be getting The Good Doctor. All those shows that we enjoy already are all now gonna be coming through Disney Plus. It just seems for me, I'm just like, yeah, they that that's it. It's just it just sucks for America. That's the problem for it. I was just like, I was just so wish you guys were getting this. It's like we're gonna have to wait a few more years, I, I think.
1: I'm sure it'll it'll come at some point. Um and we have to be fair here. It the Uh, the international gap in releases normally favors America quite a bit. Uh, We've talked about it plenty of times on the podcast. Um, I don't know. This is us getting a taste of what it's like to be on the other side of the
0: ball in this case. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's, um, I'll be honest. I mean, the event, four hours long, it finished about two o'clock in the morning for me. Um, I was buzzing. I kind of wrote wrote up a few, and I'm like, this is this. I'd, at this point I had a, a, a to-do list and it was five pages long. And I'm like, okay, I need to go to bed. And uh. just, I just kind of, I managed to get like four hours sleep. And then I just literally, I I spent most of Friday and I'm going to be doing it again today. I've uh, just sat in the office and just just going through. And I was just like, how much have they announced? I mean, I mean, I compare this to like last year. Last year's In- Investors Day was about the launch and all the all the library content. And, you know, we were churning through the bit- pictures, trying to pull out every single movie. And this year it's just, you know, they just, what, for what, two and a half hours were just like, here's a movie, here's a series, here's a movie. And th- it was quite fast paced. It wasn't like they, I didn't feel like it, It's it wasn't like they were like dragging. It, it seemed to be very high paced.
1: Uh, it was only dragging in the uh, in the intermissions. My my yeah. coworker was complaining to me about uh, the intermissions and
0: some of their song choices too, for whatever reason. Mm. But I think I mean I still think they need to work on what they because this was essentially became D twenty three.
1: I mean that's yes. how it kind
0: of felt. Um, I just feel like they should have done this on YouTube. Do it live or not necessarily do it live because I think it's probably better if they did edit it because I think they did. Because it, it, the, the cut scenes between the people was like, mm, that's way too tight to be to be live. But I think, you know, it's like about four hours long. I mean, I remember, I mean, I think a load of people were waiting for something last week from DC and Warner Brothers for six hours during um, a Brazilian event because they were waiting on an announcement and they got nothing. And like Disney were just like, here's four hours and three hours of us just announcing new stuff. It was just like, wow. I mean, the inter. I mean, I know the Game Awards were apparently going on at the same time, and I didn't. My, my feed didn't have. <laughs> you know, it was like they complete. It's like, yeah, okay. It's just. It, it, I mean, it was tra- Disney Investor Day was trending. That was at one point.
1: And in, I think the last time it was trending, not yeah. counting the Mandalorian kind of thing, was the last Investor Day.
0: Yeah, I was just like, I was just very impressed. Was just like. 2021 is a heck of a lineup. Um, and it's like, okay, if you're not maybe into Star Wars, or, you know, the thing is that there's a lot of stuff that they didn't actually talk about. You know, The Right Stuff Season 2, uh, High School Musical Season 2, the the Monsters, Inc. TV series. There's another thing that we got brought up. Not a single Disney documentary. Not a single Disney documentary was was brought up. It was almost like everything that they would consider like to be the filler stuff got left off because they were just trying to hit big name, here's a big name, here's a big name, here's a big name. You know, they didn't want to go with, I don't know, Disney Gallery, Mandalorian or Disney Gallery. Yeah. They didn't want to make out, oh, we're just fluffing it up with um, making of the, the WandaVision and all these kind of shows which we're expecting that will help fill out in between.
1: Yep, we, we are... We're padding the announcements with big announcements, yeah. as opposed to we're padding the announcements with uh, the Jedi Temple Challenge season two yeah. and Big Fib season three and stuff like yeah, that. Now
0: it's just it was just very noticeable afterwards. Going, hmm, if you took like the 2020 lineup, most of it was filler, and they just they I mean maybe the data just shows you know, people aren't watching it. So they were going to invest less in that kind of content or more importantly, they realize that unfortunately it's just this thing If it's much easier to sell people on an established franchise.
1: See, I don't think it was any revelation to them either. You know, you look back at 2020, they didn't really have a choice. It was either put in this filler content, like, um, like the gallery or the big fib or, or, you know, brain games or whatever, or nothing. Yeah. absolutely nothing uh whereas you look into 2021 you've got the uh, the whole mcu lineup you've gotten uh various star wars projects go- getting underway you've got all those uh, national geographics things going on uh, a couple of disney shows popping in you don't need to be like yep um don't worry it's not a content drought here is a game show
0: to keep you they don't need to do that this year for me personally as long um, as long as i drop in As long as there's something a week or at least a couple of things a month to make people come back, that's what you need. You know, if people are logging in once a week and watching one episode a week, if they're only watching Marvel or they're only watching, because essentially now 20, if you're a Marvel fan, 2021 is like you have to have a Disney plus subscription. You, you, you've, you're sorted, you know, whereas Star Wars fans could essentially could drop off at a certain point. Um, but I do think the weekly drops are better for, for drama. Um, there was no, and again, this whole thing of dropping everything at once—they were only doing that for the shows that there wasn't a lot of excitement about. I mean, you could—I could tell through my own data, from what I was seeing through the website, through social media, through our Facebook group, YouTube, etc. I could gather very quickly what was popular and what wasn't. You know, it, it didn't. You know, my metrics were showing me what people were interested in, and. You know, things like safety, unfortunately, just have not um they I know they do have, they they gather a little bit of steam, but things like Meet the Chimps and shows like that and the big fib just didn't gain any traction at all. And it'll be interesting to see how that works with staff, But you can tell with that lineup from the investors day that they were like, yeah, no, we are we are gonna put some fresh stuff in here, but people respond better to stuff we already know about.
1: And not just stuff that we already know about, but stuff that's got big names attached to yeah. it. Uh, you know, even if you were looking at a, a, a show like, I don't know, Loki, mm. if you didn't have Tom Hiddleston attached to it, for one, you'd be like, yeah. well, why isn't Tom Hiddleston replaying Loki? Yeah. But even, even if you had just had a, a different person playing, acting, you're doing kid Loki. So Tom's too old to play kid Loki. It would still not generate nearly the amount of buzz as the current Loki series.
0: Yeah, I just I just think as a whole of you know you look I looked at that lineup and you got to go, wow! I mean it's it's just we are going to be getting In some ways, like the weekly drop might become less of a thing with the B. There's always going to be something new and fresh on there, but they never mentioned the library. They never mentioned any of the vault stuff. They didn't mention any classic stuff coming. You know those whole chunks of what we were you know day and date with Disney Channel that wasn't announced. You know all this stuff. What we were expecting i mean they mentioned about you know having the time uh, the tunnel and getting everything sorted and coming through it all but yeah i mean there was whole host of stuff that they didn't even mention it literally was just like here's everything coming and it was just very you know I, well they wouldn't need the things maybe we, the, we were hoping for the, the more little details they just weren't interested they were like now we need the big boys coming out and
1: this goes back to them treating this investor call more as like D23 2020. Yeah. Uh, you know, if we had a, an investor call like we had last year, I suspect we would get a lot more of those details because those details are important to, you know, the technical side of things, the aspects. But this was definitely like, um, this is D23 and San Diego Comic-Con and we're, we're just going to hit you with all of the, the media.
0: Well, it's like I mean, after the event yesterday, the Disney stock hit an all-time high. It did exactly what they wanted. The stock price for the investors showed went up and was at an all-time high yesterday. If that doesn't state what the point was, and they they succeeded, that was they needed to make sure that Disney was deemed that they are a business to go forward, and outside of the pandemic, this company is on all cylinders, firing and they're a streaming company, you know, they are Disney, you know, this is, they are going after, you know, they are, they're after Netflix, you know, they're like, well, we're, we're not playing around anymore, you know, and this is what we're doing. And this is our plan. You know, 300 million subscribers, 350 million subscribers for 2025. It's, you know, that's like, yeah, we, we know where we're going. <laughs> you know, they've, yeah. set, they've set the plan, you know, like, yeah, we're after global streaming domination. Oh, um, well, <laughs> we we already have
1: plenty of jokes about disney and their plans for world domination as it is yes. no need more yeah. they're, gonna put, cas- they're more. gonna put
0: their castles on every continent um but yeah so there we go so that is yeah, where's my castle was, yeah um we knew it was gonna be i still you know i still got i still got that cat the disney castle legacy that i brought for the last lot that i haven't got around to building it yet but nevertheless last so there we go had, yeah, have had two lockdowns.
1: I've had one. Well, long I'm waiting. For, <laughs> I think
0: I think we're gonna have January the lot. Well, I'm just, yeah. We are we probably gonna have another one in January and stuff. But um, yeah, it's been one heck of a, a thing. But really, just a big bumper episode for you guys today. Again, let us know what you are excited about. Again, a huge thank you to our supporters, including Sarah for all of her support, but also all of our other patrons at the gold and silver tiers, and also just like the, you know every little bit helps. You know because Everyone can ask the questions. I'm hoping tomorrow's Q&A video will probably be quite fun as well. Um, Yeah, but just a big thank you to everyone that's been visiting the site, everyone that's been engaging on social media and on the Facebook group. We just make everything. It's just been such a nice buzz this last week. So on that note, guys, um, next week we will be back and we'll be doing some reviews of some of the stuff like Safety, the Mandalorian finale, um, also on point. Probably, there, there should be an extra bonus episode going up during the week because I'm going to be recording um, an episode with Josh where we'll be talking a little bit more about the Investors Day, but primarily more, I think, from the library content. So we've got an extra bonus episode going up during the week. So keep an eye out for that one. And on that note, guys, thank you very much. See you guys soon. Laters. Later. Later.